0: Hey there, it's Dr. Siobhan and I am back and you are back. Welcome to the podcast again, or your first time. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I am so excited that you decided to press play and to join me on this conversation. So let's just dive right in, right? Hello. I hope you're having a great day. I hope this episode will give you some insight that will make your day, your week better. Um, but I really want to just get right to it. And I titled this podcast episode, Emotional Laziness. And it was one of those things that when I came up with the title, I was like, oh what are the people going to think? What are the people going to say? What will they make this mean about themselves? And so I want to sort of first address that to help you just open yourself up to this concept that I'm going to be teaching you and see exactly how it is showing up in your life because I'm certain that it is. So laziness is something that you know maybe at some point in your life you have been called lazy or you have thought of yourself as lazy um and i want to just help you reframe the thinking right so when you actually look up the definition of lazy like what is lazy it says unwilling to work or used use energy right? Unwilling to work or use energy. It's also characterized by lack of effort or activity. Um, And so it's just not doing something that you could do and you're just not doing it, right? Like you have the capability, you have the energy, you have the ability to actually do it. You're just not using your energy in that way for that particular purpose or task. And so when it comes to this concept of emotional laziness, what I am referring to is really just you not making an effort or you being unwilling to take care of your own emotional needs, especially in your marriage. And I believe that so many of you, so many of us struggle with this is because in this society, in this world, we are really conditioned to believe that our spouse is supposed to meet our needs, right? We marry because we are in love. We marry because they make us feel confident and important and valued and beautiful and desired and appreciated and loved and cherished and adored and all of those things that every Hallmark and Lifetime movie has fed us, right? Or every romance novel that you've read, that is the plot. Someone is there to take care of our emotional needs. And I think this is okay in some instances, right? Where there is a good match between the needs that you have and the desire for your spouse to meet those needs, right? That's usually what's happening in the beginning of a relationship. But I also know that many of you who listen to this podcast are in a place in your marriage where you feel like your emotional needs are not being met. And that is creating frustration, that is creating disappointment, that is creating feelings of of rejection that is creating feelings of loss right the loss of what you expected to be feeling and experiencing in your marriage and it is also creating this place of being stuck because if you're listening to this podcast, which is called Love Marriage Again, your desire is to love your marriage. Your desire is to find a way to make it work and to maintain the commitment that you set out to maintain. And so this becomes really hard when there is a mismatch between what you feel like you want and need emotionally and your spouse's either unwillingness or inability to actually meet those needs for you. And so this is the podcast for the person in that space where you want one thing and you're not getting it for whatever reason, but you also want to be married to the person that you're married to or you're committed to being married to the person that you are married to. And so how do we suffer less? How do we struggle less? How do we reach a place of acceptance? How do we uh, even get to the place of just embracing this season of our marriage so that we can carry on, right? Every marriage goes through rough patches, rough seasons. And so if you are in that place where ultimately you do want it to be successful. You do want to love being married to your husband again, then I'm going to be sharing with you some some things and some insight that is really important for you to know if you are being emotionally lazy, right? And I think this is an important topic because again, we come with this expectation and almost sense of entitlement that our spouse should just meet our needs. Like if we express ourselves clearly, if we give them examples, if we give them directives for what we like, if we make those requests in the right way, then they should just do it, right? Like if they love us, they will do it. And... It's still not happening, right? And so I think part of that is because sometimes we misclassify things that are needs that we believe our partners should meet versus desires, wants that can be and should be met other ways first, right? And so really what, you know, we're coming to this conversation or I'm coming to this conversation to share is that all of your emotional needs, really the only entity thing in creation that can meet that is God, right? Like your creator knows the blueprint. He has the key for every single lock in your emotional and your spiritual life. And so God wants to connect with you he wants to shower you with his love he wants to help you to feel whole and complete and validated and valued and appreciated and acknowledged and seen and heard right he wants to be that for you first and a lot of times when we link up with our spouses, they're so tangible and they're so right in front of us and we can actually see them and we can hear them and we can touch them. And so we shuffle a lot of that burden and that uh, void onto them to complete within our lives. The other thing that I think is really important is that there are many emotional needs that maybe going unfulfilled right now, because it is just the opportunity for you to grow and for you to complete your own emotional journey for yourself, right? So for me, one of the things that I have as an emotional need is just validation and encouragement. And being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, um, I don't have the huge team and huge staff that I had before when I was working for another organization. And so a lot of that validation has to come from myself, right? I have to learn to believe in myself first before I can just expect that my husband is going to believe so much in me that I don't have to do it on my own right and so I want you to also see this gap as just a growth opportunity for you what is a way that you can grow and you know stretch yourself to self-soothe and to you know meet your emotional needs on your own Um, so what I want to do is to really just identify first like how you will even know if this is a thing for you how you will even know if you are in a place of experiencing emotional laziness. And and again, I'm not characterizing you personally as a lazy person, right? This is just you are unwilling or you're unwilling to use your energy to fulfill your own emotional needs, okay? Um, It's almost like this image just came to mind. It's almost like you're hungry and you want someone else to feed you, right? Like you could do it. It will take more energy, but it's so much better and you feel so much better if someone else would just do it for you, right? That's what's happening with emotional laziness. So one way you'll know if this is what you're experiencing is if you look for your spouse to make you feel a certain way, right? You're looking for your spouse to make you feel taken care of. You're looking for your spouse to make you feel attractive. You're looking for your spouse to make you feel important, that is you not expending your own energy to do that for yourself you're looking for your spouse to make you happy right that's a sign of emotional laziness where you're just not willing to do the work yourself another way you will know is if you blame your spouse for why you feel a certain way And that certain way is usually negative, right? So you blame your spouse for the fact that you feel frustrated. You blame your spouse for the fact that you feel rejected or unloved or unappreciated or undervalued or disregarded or dismissed. You blame him for that, right? It's his fault that you feel that way. If he would only say something different or do something different or be someone different, then you wouldn't feel that way. That is a sign of emotional laziness. And then a third way that you will know this is what you are experiencing is if you allow his mood and his actions and his temperament to determine how you feel. It's almost like you ride the wave of his energy. If his energy is low and, you know, cranky, then you dip low and you dip cranky. Right? Like you can only be happy if he's happy. If he's excited, then you allow yourself to be excited. You ride the wave of what he is feeling. And instead, you don't want to do what sometimes can be the heavy lifting of creating your own positive emotions. So for example, if he's in a really bad mood or if he is upset about something, you let that dampen your mood instead of saying, okay, this is him. How do I want to feel? What do I wanna be experiencing in my emotions right now? How can I think differently? What can I do for myself to raise my own vibration and to feel happier even though he happens to be in a bad mood right now, okay? So I want you to think about which of those three is really like the big one for you. Are you looking for your spouse to make you feel a certain way? Are you blaming him for the reasons why you feel a certain way? Or are you allowing his energy to consume your energy and to bring you down when you'd rather be up? It's really important to know that. I want you to just go through this week sort of asking yourself the question, like, where am I being emotionally lazy? Like, where am I allowing him to dictate my feelings or blaming him or, you know, using what he's feeling as a way to direct how I feel? Okay, So why does this happen for us? Like why if we have the ability, right, to take care of our own emotional needs, create whatever emotion we want to create for ourselves, why are we not doing it more? And I think in my question to you right now is also the answer, right? So the first thing that I see in terms of why people are not doing this is we tell ourselves we don't know how. Right. I cannot tell you how many times I've been on the phone with a client or, you know, someone else. And I'm like, okay, well, all you have to do is just decide how you want to feel and not allow him to influence that. And the question I get back, even before I feel like they fully process what I've just said is, okay, well, how do you do that? I don't know how to do that. Right. And so when you tell yourself you don't know how to do something, you automatically shut down receiving any access to figuring out how to do it. Right? So a better question or a better statement to yourself instead of, I don't know how to do that is how could I do that? What would I need to figure out in order to do that? Like, what are the things available to me to help me in this journey? How could I figure it out? Right? So I want you to just to begin to practice that. So like, if you notice that you are blaming your husband for a lot of how you feel when it's negative, then begin to ask yourself like, okay, Dr. Shavon says, I can actually figure this out. Like, how could I figure out? Like, what, like, just open yourself up to the possibility that it could be different and that you could actually figure it out. The other reason, right? So after you, f- you figured it out, right? After you know what you actually need to do, and a lot of times, let me just tell you, it's, it's not a big secret. You just have to decide and want to feel differently more than you want to feel the same that's literally it. So if you're finding that you're looking for your husband to make you feel taken care of, right? You just have to decide for yourself that you want to feel taken care of more than you want him to be the one to have to do it. That's it. And then you go find ways to take care of yourself. Okay. But after that, right? So that is the answer, right? So if you get the answer, especially if you don't really like the answer because this is what happens is you just don't want to expend the energy right so it's almost like if if we're trying to find the secret to losing weight right it's like just eat fewer calories than you take then your body is burning right or exercise more and people get that like that is the answer it's no more difficult than that it's like no there has like no I don't want to do that right? I don't want to give up the food that's a lot of calories. I don't want to do that, right? Same with your marriage, right? You guys, every single time you listen to this podcast, or every single time you read one of my emails, you get the answer. I don't hold back the answers for you. The problem is this second point, which is you don't want to expend the energy to act on that information. And I think, this is really important to just be aware of. Just be on to yourself. Just tell yourself the truth about what's really happening for you. You don't want to do it. You don't want to sit there and do the mindset work. You don't want to sit there and journal and, you know, write more intentional thoughts that serve you. That feels like work. And guess what? It is work. It is, especially at the beginning. It's going to feel very uncomfortable. It's going to feel very clunky and cumbersome. It's going to feel like it's not working until it does work. Until you push through and commit to yourself that you want to think differently because you want to feel differently. That's what this is about. It's not just doing these exercises for the sake of doing it. But, you know, my advice to you right now would be to just write out All the things you want to feel and all the things you want to start thinking and literally practice that. Every day, set aside time to think intentionally about what it is you want, how it is you want to feel, what it is you want to experience in your marriage. That is the answer. And when you want to expend the energy to do that, it will be so simple for you to do that. Okay? Okay. The third reason we don't take care of our own emotional needs and fall into this trap of emotional laziness is because we really, truly, honestly believe that it is our husband's jobs to make us feel a certain way. We believe it. It is the truth to us. We have so much evidence, so many examples, so much history in how we grew up that that is how it is and that is how it should be. And... I wouldn't take that away from you, except right now that is not how it is for you. And so you're arguing with reality and you're fighting with reality. And, you know, your choice is to either learn to believe something different that serves you or change the reality. Right. And changing the reality is not changing your husband. Because you don't have the power to do that. You do have the power to change your circumstance, which means you're not with him anymore. Those are truly the only options. And I say that with so much love, and I don't say that flippantly because I know that making those types of decisions can be very heavy, but that is the decision that you need to make to not be stuck, right? You either change your belief that he needs to be a certain way, or you decide how he is right now is just not the thing for you, right? And again, as a believer, I believe in marriage, I do. And so I'm not in any way nudging you to divorce, But what I'm saying is that the solution is not in him changing. Sometimes the solution is just in you changing, you changing your mindset, you changing your approach to all of this, you changing your attitude about all of this, which then opens the door and creates more space for God to move on your situation. Right. But right now you're so tight and you're so frustrated and you're so exhausted that nothing positive is being produced in the relationship because you are not positive right? And so I want you to just be aware, just notice where am I being emotionally lazy? Where am I looking for my husband to be responsible for my own feelings? And what are the ways I can begin to cultivate other experiences in my life where I don't need him to do something that he is either unwilling or unable to do right now? for my own sanity, for my own peace of mind. Not to, you know, condone anything that he may be doing that I don't agree with, but just for my own sanity, right? So I hope that this has been enlightening. I hope it has been encouraging. And again, you don't have to be an emotionally lazy person. You may be engaging in emotionally lazy behavior right now, But you get to change that the moment you decide that that is not what you want to think and that is not how you want to feel any longer. All right. I love you. You can do this, right? And if you want my help directly, if you would like to work with me one-on-one, absolutely reach out to me. I will link to the show notes how you can sign up for a free one-hour call with me. We will talk about all these things. I will show you exactly the approach of how I would work with you to get you to emotional empowerment instead of emotional laziness. The link is bit.ly forward slash call with Siobhan. Again, it's bit.ly forward slash call with Siobhan. Um, and I will link to it in the show notes. So I hope to hear from you on the other side. And uh, you got this. You can absolutely do it. You just have to want to. All right. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13marriagebeliefs. That's bit.ly forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.